Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Otaku Tea. Otaku Tea Podcast. Otaku Tea Podcast. So we are here, and I personally want to apologize because it is my fault that last week we did not upload a podcast. So, yeah, I, I didn't even upload a video on my main channel, so it's not just the podcast. It's almost literally everything that I've been doing last week did not go well. Well, at least it went well, but I was too busy to even do any of the stuff for any of the channels. So that is my fault, okay? But how are you today, Chris? Uh, all right, I guess. Just resting as I always... As I always do. Because we cannot talk. <laughs> what? Because we cannot talk. Today. Uh, ever. Ever. Oh, gosh. I'm literally just here trying to get over the midwinter recess break that all schools had. Trying to get back into the motion of actually doing stuff. I guess you needed a transition period. Yeah, I mean, we're getting another break soon for the um, spring break. Usually it will occur depending on where Easter falls. Um, but because Easter is earlier this year, then I'm guessing we're going to have our spring break earlier this year as well. Uh, when's Easter? I thought it was East in April. It is in April. But well, we it's do not it really the early. No, it is early. Because the Easter is April 4th, so it starts a week before that. Uh-huh. Yeah, usually last year, I think it was like April 12th was Easter or something like that. Um, So we had it in April, but this time we're probably going to have it in March. Again, it depends. I don't know. I literally cannot wait until my other break, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't really get that many breaks. No, because you work a 9 to 5, right? Yeah, 8 to 5. 8 to 5. 8 to whenever you get out. Yeah, so the next holiday is Memorial Day for me. Right, and it's only one day. I don't even count it because it's literally one day. Yeah. Basically, all my holidays are one day. True. Unless they like kind of nicely fall on the weekend, which most of them do. But even so, it's a weird feeling. If it, ha if it happens to be like on a Thursday or something, then no one's going to show up Friday. So they let us off Friday. Maybe. Maybe. For us, if we have a Thursday off, we are expected to come in on that Friday. Unless it's the beginning of the school year. Then if, if, the, if Labor Day, wherever it falls, then it depends. Well, Labor Day is always a Monday, isn't it? Um, yeah, but the numbers always change. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it always depends on when it falls. But, on other note, no more work, no more stressful topics. What are we talking about today? Uh, we're talking about music. Music? Ooh, I like this topic. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to start us off? Uh, sure. I mean... I guess I was kind of thinking we can talk about the kind of music that we enjoy and like what we started off with, how we developed like during our uh, tumultuous 
tumultuous years uh how the music tastes changed and then once we became full-fledged adults how our music tastes have changed again and what we expect in the future well, that's interesting because I do have a nice story time about my um, history with music. But I'm always starting off the conversation. So how about you? What type of music did you start off with then? Uh, trying to think. Prob- it was probably, you know, like the songs for kids and the sing-alongs and oh, ABCs and stuff like that. Not the Michael Jackson ABCs, right? Uh, I don't know what that is. Is that the <gasps> ABC one, two, three? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the only one he has. I don't. Know. I don't know. Um, but basically, it was like the the learning cassette tapes or whatever, and then uh, I guess a lot of the music I started out with was like the the kind in like movies, like the kids' movies were. They have the words on the screen with the bouncing ball that follows each word so you can sing along. Oh my along. gosh, yeah. So that was the type of music I would listen to, I guess. Would and you then... even really count that as music? Like actual music that you They're genuinely... Songs. I mean, yeah. And you sure. can't say that like musicals don't have music. and like, Oh no, musicals films. are definitely music. They have soundtracks. Well, so did the kids' movies. Yeah, I guess so. Like, I would consider Pokemon, like, you know, um, the Pokemon, the first movie. Or even the Pokemon um, opening themes. Because those are actual songs. Right. I don't know. Those were, they're songs, but I guess technically not music is what you're trying to say? I don't know. I mean, like, you know when you actually start listening to, like, actual music that you actually have a choice in. I think it usually starts off in maybe like late elementary school, beginning of middle school, where you know that this is the type of music you like listening to. Because I feel like anything that's like in school or little children songs, and not talking about TV shows or movies, um, that's actually just generic and all kids have to really learn those stuff. Like even the nursery rhymes we all know. Right. Because it's given to us. We didn't really have a choice, per se. I guess so. So, like, what type of genre did you, like, really start to get into as, like, a choice of yours? Uh, I don't remember that far. Not that far back. It was ages ago. Kind of feels like ages ago, don't you think? Yeah. I mean, the first, like, band i really got into was the clash Ooh, i mean i've never heard of the clash they're punk rock Mm. from britain nice uh and like i guess i was like middle school so like i would like listen to their albums like on repeat and just like during like whenever i was doing homework i would just listen to it even though i can't concentrate when i'm listening to stuff so oh (laughs) i did that Regardless, because I just wanted to not really think while I was about doing your work. work I think. Yeah. What type of student were you then, if you were in a hundred and ten percent concentrating on your work? Uh, uh, I rarely do homework ever. Oh gosh. 
But did you actually have homework or you literally just refused to do any homework, really? Uh, it was there. I did stuff for it, but I never really tried. I guess. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> I mean, that's just been a repeating story for me. I mean, I get it. There's some people who just can't do work at home. If it was schoolwork, it'd be different, right? Yeah. So, like, once, I guess, classes got to where the teachers didn't really make you do any work in class and they were just like, okay, now you can just read this or uh, we'll look at some PowerPoint presentations. They were like, okay, we're not doing anything productive right now. <laughs> those are like the best times for most kids I hated those times because then people just start talking like they're not doing any work either so I don't know what they were expecting I don't know so you either were listening way. to pop rock in punk, middle school ro punk, punk rock. rock punk punk I'm telling you we can't speak today punk rock yeah with like the spike collars and wristbands and the metal chain on their jeans and stuff <laughs> yeah and throwing guitars around and then just smashing like 500 i believe huh just start smashing 500 dollar guitars on stage yeah i believe in the london calling album for the clash like the cover art is the lead guitars like smashing a guitar on the stage how many times do you think they actually had to take that shot? I assume just once. I don't I don't think they would need more than one. I mean, because I would be the type that the guitar will slip out of my hands once I do the action. I guess. I don't know. You could probably do it a few takes if you have, like, prop guitars or whatever. True. And that was the only type of genre you listened to middle school? Uh, pretty much. I... Uh... I mean, obviously, those like classic rock and classical that like my parents listened to, so I would listen to as well. Oh, your parents but it wasn't like, to rock. But it wasn't like my choice to like get into those. Right. But then after that, uh, I believe it was like alternative rock. Mm hmm. So name and some then... bands just for the yeah. listeners who don't know what alternative rock is. I don't know what it is, but basically... Oh, okay. <laughs> grungy stuff. Grungy stuff. I guess you could call it, like, independent bands. I guess so. Where people, like, record stuff in their garage. Yep, and, like, write out all their feelings. Yeah. So then after that... uh, Well, my brother actually gave me, like, a sampler CD for Christmas, I think. And, like, it was, like, a whole different... It was like a, it was a multitude of bands on the CD, so like I got like a sample of different. Uh, mostly it was like rock and metal music. So then, uh, one of I believe one of the songs was by Dream Theater. So that's when I was introduced to Dream Theater, and I basically settled on them for several years. For the rest of your life. I guess. I mean, I, I can always listen to Dream Theater at this point. Like, doesn't matter when. I can just listen to a song and obviously it's going to be like 15 minutes long, but I can listen to it and there's no issue. I don't know how bands can even make music like that are eight plus minutes long. Well, like, 
progressive rock slash metal in general is just like uh it creates songs that are that long just by virtue of being in that genre so mm. like the songs develop over time so you get like a story rather than just like repeating lyrics like obviously there are like courses and like some stuff does repeat but like generally the idea is that the song is developing and they're talking about different things in the song right uh and then like for some of their songs like the complete melody changes throughout the song and it's like you could have probably split this into five songs but they decided to keep it as one mm. uh, but they actually do have like an album that's uh technically could be one song but uh, they did split into separate tracks but they like follow through so there's like no break between them oh interesting uh, so like you know like all songs typically have like a very small fade in fade out period even if like they try to make it noisy throughout mm-hmm. with that album it's basically uh the song just continues there's no cut and they just have the tracks like label like okay there's this it gets a little bit quiet right here let's cut it here and that's the next song so oh, it's not okay. like it's not like it fades out and fades into a new melody it just continues exactly where it left off. I mean, if they make it into a story like you just said, then yeah, I guess it would make sense. I know that there's some albums out there that literally each song is a different section of a story, right? Like an, old, an album is an overall story in general. Uh-huh. But like each song is a different part of that story with a different melody, like a different feel to it, saying differently. Um, depending if it's like happy or sad or just like, um, serious, depending on what part of the story you're talking about. But like, you're right. There are like, at least for dream theater, they do do like one whole story and one song that could have been split up into like three, um, songs, but they chose not to. Do you know dream theater? I mean, I've heard a couple of their songs. I Uh still don't like, I still just don't. Like, if I was a a musician or a singer, I don't know how I would be able to come up with an eight-plus-minute song. Usually now songs are pushing into, like, five minutes. Uh-huh. Back then, it was more like a three-minute thing, and then you move on. I guess. I mean, like, with pop music, you don't really have that many lyrics, so you can just keep repeating. So that helps with the song length, at least. I have so much to say about the new modern music industry. I can't. <laughs> what, you like the old pop? Okay, here's the thing. So, my issues with music started off when I was in elementary school, actually. Um, because. Well, someone has a good memory. Oh, oh, no. Yeah, I do. Because it actually made me into the person I am today and why I don't like the the new things that are popping up nowadays especially over the years um i just noticed the trend happening so in elementary school this started off between fourth and fifth grade um most of the students like were listening to like all this pop and hip-hop and rap music um and that was the only thing that existed in 
basically my elementary school. That's the only music we ever listened to, and that was the only thing that like literally anyone heard. Um, really, rap in elementary? Yeah. Um. So like, I was huh. just, I was just there wondering, like, and R and B, by the way. Um, like, is this what we're supposed to be listening to? Because I haven't really heard anybody else listening to um other music type of music, like. Britney Spears was a hit at during that stage. Um, Miley Cyrus was a hit. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, Beyonce when she became a a solo artist, she was a big thing. Rihanna, um, Eminem. I don't think Britney Spears was still relevant by the time Beyonce was on her own. Well, that's the thing. So, when the 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 songs that I actually was really trying to get myself into was literally Britney Spears songs uh-huh. um during that time. Like Toxic, Hit Me Baby One More Time. Um when was another one? Womanizer. Oops, I did it again. Exactly. Like those were the songs. Um or I think his name was Sean Kingston, um Big Sean I think, who made Beautiful Girls. Which that one, that song I kind of like. Um, over the years, I stopped really liking that song, but like it was all the same type of music. Um, so I thought that that was the music I should have been listening to. So I would go around, and this is this is a thing, and I probably still have this notebook to this day. I just need to find it. But I kept this notebook that I took from my brother, by the way. Um, that I just went around my. Um, school and my classmates and like after school counselors and teachers and like just try to pick up as the music that they were listening to back then um and I wrote so many down like wine up was one of them um two step was one of them um I think during that time soldier boy came out as well so like all literally all of these songs were coming out elementary school something like that I just know that I had a list and then that's when um, I realized that the iPod Nano, no, the iPod Classic was also a thing. Um, so my friend had let me borrow her iPod Classic once, and I just listened to all the songs in her iPod. And I'm like, so this is literally what everyone is listening to. Literally all of these songs. And I was just like, well, I guess I have to push myself to listen to these. So again, I wrote down all the songs that I thought I can possibly get into and tried to get my parents to get me an iPod. Um, even though I didn't know how to download music from a computer to an iPod, because back then we didn't even have a computer. So um, that was a chaotic moment of my life. Um, my first iPod was an iPod, uh, you know, the white one with the tiny screen? Like the really white long one with the tiny screen at the top. That was the one that I had. Um, my cousin stole that one, but it was broken before he even stole it. So jokes on him. But um, a long white one. It was like the long. I forgot what it's called. I think it was a Nano too. But there, there's so many iPod Nanos out there. Um, it was the iPod Nano first generation. That's the one that I had. It came oh. in the black color, but my parents bought me the white one instead. But that one broke because the screen got cracked by my keys. Listen, I don't know how that even happened. I had it in my book bag, and I guess 
boom, cracked. Then my cousin stole it, and then I didn't have another one. But then I got the iPod Nano fourth generation, which I, it was left blank because literally I could not put in any music in there um, for a while. And then my mom had one of her friend's sons po put music in the iPod. And it was, again, all the same songs that I, that was, I was listening to um, during that time. My music taste changed once I got into middle school, though. And again, in my mindset, pop, R&B, um, hip-hop, and rap were the main four things anyone was listening to. Besides, like, my parents' music, but again, I didn't really listen to their music like that when I was younger. You try to refuse whatever your parents are listening to. I wasn't refusing. It's just I never, I, I never understood it, the meaning of it until now. Um, but when I got into middle school, I became friends with a girl who um, was able to take take my iPod and put the music she was listening to. So when I got my iPod back, um, there was Linkin Park and Green Day, and I think. Yeah, it was mostly Linkin Park and Green Day. And I was like, whoa, wait a minute. This is completely different from what I was listening to. So I started listening. Like, I literally laid down on my bed, put on my headphones, and started listening to the tracks. And it's the same three tracks. I mean, the same three albums of Linkin Park and the same one album from Green Day that I still listen to to this day. It was the American Idiot album from Green Day. And it was three separate albums from Linkin Park. Now, when I started listening to those albums, then it hit me that this was actual music I was able to relate to. Like, I felt like I was just awakened. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, as if I was trying to force myself to be in a genre of music that I really did not like. Like, I was trying to just fit in is what I realized later on. Like, I was just trying to fit in because I didn't know about all the music devices that there was um, out. And I didn't know about music in general. So I was really trying really hard to fit in. And at the end of the day, once I started listening to this new music, I'm like, no, this is what I like. This is what I like here listening to. Um, and then that was the same um, year that I got into anime so then I got into all the anime openings um, especially like the Naruto ones Death Note, Kogias, even Lucky Star I'm not gonna lie I like listening to the, their opening theme um, so after that I kind of stuck with the same type of music so I only listen to rock or metal I only listened to Japanese um, music. I got a little bit into Chinese rock in high school. Um, pop and rap were becoming a bigger and bigger thing. Um, R&B wasn't that popular anymore, I guess. Um, Hip-hop either. It was mostly pop and R&B at that time. I mean, I don't know. It could be different for you during your high school experience, but for... For me in the city, that's what it was. Um, uh -huh. And I just thought it was all boring. Literally all boring music to me. Um, so, and then it started evolving. Like, I had some respect. Like, for example, if I were to take Beyonce's music, right? 
I can give her some respect for her old music, like her songs of Sweet Dreams, Single Ladies, Halo, not well, a little bit of Halo, um, If I Was a Boy, like all of those songs I can give some respect to because they had meaning to me, at least. They had a little bit of meaning that I can be like, okay, fine, I could excuse this. Right. But as time went on, all you're hearing now is partying, drugs, sex, guns, and wealth, money, and materialistic items. Literally in every single song you hear nowadays when it comes to like the main genres, I mean, for uh, me, I yeah. hate it. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I definitely hate it. I mean, I, I guess that's what people want to listen to because they keep making it and then they're always popular. So I don't know. I mean, but I noticed that it's literally the, the major population. Like, um, I know that for when I, from what I remember, Eminem, used, he's a rapper, but his raps meant something, you know, at least to me. They actually has some type of story and background that I can be like, okay, this is actual music. Nowadays, literally, you can pick five random rap songs and they're all the same thing. You can pick five random pop songs and they're literally the exact same thing. Just different beats, different singers, different music video. If right. you can even call that different. Yeah, I mean, I guess the genres have like streamlined and taken a lot of influence from just the what do you call it short-term gains and i guess the eagerness and selfishness of people that just want to hear about that stuff rather than like going for something that actually means something or something that has a message and that people actually have to think about because I guess those are not as good money makers, so companies aren't going to do them. You'd have to go to like independent artists that would actually do something like that, and they're not going to be as popular. Yeah, and like what I've actually thought about, because um, most of my friends don't listen to that type of music. Well, at least the friends that I'm very close to. I think I have like two friends that listen list continue to listen to that type of music and they like it. I'm not going to judge them, but in general and and it's not to throw shade to anybody who enjoys this music, but to me in my own opinion, I think that type of music is is trash to me. Um just because that if you think about it, those artists are painting a picture of a non-realistic lifestyle you know yeah they, like those artists can live the lifestyle they claim to have because they have the money to do so like they can drop an album and be fine for maybe two or three years which the regular working person can't do that and it it's not the fact that we're bringing in an illusion but an illusion that obviously it's not going to work a hundred percent of the time and where people think that they can just do the exact same thing these artists are doing or be quote-unquote unique about it and then still make it. It's not that easy and it's one in a million chance that you even get to that stage. Like all of the people nowadays 
um, had to start somewhere. Like Cardi B only became a rapper because she was in Bad Girls Club, which is a TV show. It's a TV show. It's like a girls. It's like Big Brother, but for only girls staying in the house and they don't like each other most of the time. And they try to talk all this trash and be like, to see who the most popular person is in that house or something like that. I don't really remember. I only saw maybe a couple of episodes. Um, it was funny to an extent. I mean, I was only watching it for my friend, but it wasn't really like my cup of tea. But I, I, I enjoyed some of the episodes, but I won't say it was like the best thing I've ever seen. Um, and a lot of those personas in that in that show became memes right and cardi b ended up being the one of the popular ones there because she was the quote-unquote different um girl in that she was like the -the over-the-top girl um which from that she became this rapper and now she's getting and she got popular very quick and that is one thing that's kind of alarming to me but i'm not gonna get into that um but she did get popular in like literally a year after she um released her song bodak yellow i don't know that it's it's another it's you're not missing out on anything honestly again a lot of people like the song and it was very popular back in its time and it's still pretty popular still because it's still a quote-unquote good song um it's just again not my cup of tea um and even another person i know doesn't like cardi b but he does listen to a lot of rap music but the thing is even with his type of music again um he'll listen to like maybe takashi 69 you know who takashi 69 is right uh the edgy guy the one with like the rainbow hair (laughs) The one they also meme about that, like, he just ratted everybody out just so that he doesn't go to prison or, like, get less sentence time. I don't know. He became a meme, too. But his music, to me, is also trash. You know? I don't see any valuable meaning in the music. It's, again, the same thing over and over and over again. It's kind of tiresome for those who don't listen and, like, are trying to find new things. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I didn't really go that far in my description yet uh, for music. I think I stopped like before high school. Before high school, you were talking about classical rock that your parents were listening to? Oh, classic rock and classical classic. music. Oh, classic rock and classical music. Okay, yeah. sorry. Like Chopin and Mozart and Bach. Okay, but classical music will always be a timeless genre right it will always be popular no matter how old you get uh i mean for the people that don't like violins or pianos or anything like that they're not going to listen to it well yeah because it's not as mainstream as the rest anymore right but classical will survive no matter what honestly i survived since like 1400 so i think it'll be okay yeah it'll be fine i don't ever worry about classical music uh but uh when i got into high school what did i do i started i guess getting into death metal as well Ooh. black metal it's like the screamo stuff 
Yeah. Uh, but then, huh? I didn't really explore too much, even though, like, what was it for the first two years in high school when I wasn't old enough to drive a car on my own yet? I would have to take the bus, which was like an hour bus ride or more each way. Oh wow! So obviously, I would listen to music during that time. So I guess I would just keep listening to listening to the same stuff. Basically, Dream Theater, the death metal stuff, classic rock, and then I don't know what else I'd listen to. Did you not listen but to any Japanese music during that time? I never got into that until later. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, so later in high school, after I started driving, then I think I might have discovered Nightcore at that time. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Uh, basically, Nightcore is sped up uh, versions of songs that also sometimes tune the pitch higher. So it's like more cutesy and stuff. But basically, it's not even covers of songs. Usually, it's just the regular songs and they've just been tuned. But for some reason, they sound better most of the time. Wait, is that the same as Vocaloids? Uh, mm. Vocaloids are different because... I believe they use a specific program that had like recordings of each sound from a person and which was ro roboticized. Mm -hmm. Is that a word? Yeah. Uh, but uh, we get it. <laughs> yeah. So they took the vocals from a person, put it into a program, and then you basically just create the sounds in a specific order to make your song. So uh, that those Vocaloid songs are created. It's not like it's the same song that someone else has unless they're doing like a cover or whatever. But yes, you, you would still have to create the song using the sounds. Right. So it's not like you can take an existing song, just like go into an audio editing program, uh, speed do like one button press to speed it up, another button press to uh, raise the pitch, and then you're done. You actually mm -hmm. have to do work for, for the Vocaloid stuff. Uh, so yeah. that's why I like... Nightcore was so popular was that basically anyone could create one and just upload it and people would listen to it and be like, oh, this is more upbeat, it's peppier, it's more fun to listen to. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's why some of the older Nightcores have like hundreds of millions of views on YouTube and stuff. Yeah, I listened to a couple of them. I don't remember the names because I listened to Nightcore a little bit in high school. But, but, but for the ones I did listen to, they were good. But for me, it's like, yeah, you have to be really good in order to even be on my playlist. Like in my song category. Uh-huh. So yeah, I didn't really put them in there, but they were good. Right. So then after Nightcore, I believe that was at that point I started getting to like anime and manga. Ooh. So then obviously I would also have like the anime openings and endings that I would listen to and be like, oh, okay, these are pretty good. I wonder if these artists like made any other songs or like are they just like one hitter quitters or whatever. So I would also look into that and I guess see those bands. I don't know when I got into uh what was it? Yusei Teikoku who did the opening for one of the Future Diaries openings. That was probably in college, but it was basically that idea like i 
like the song i was like oh okay i'll look at the artists to see who they are and see if they have any other good songs and then uh i have two of their albums now so clearly oh, they nice. were good so <laughs> so then in college um what did i do what did i start out with i don't know but uh probably just figuring out stuff and college life and all that and then eventually when i was on my own i believe i started listening to stuff like uh via pandora so basically just streaming random songs and random genres until i found something i liked mm. and then so it was like basically like rock songs metal songs over there and then uh i guess randomly or maybe i was looking at something but i did get like japanese songs and uh eventually utada hikaru showed up and basically that was my life for the next two years basically <laughs> just listening to her songs trying to find all her music all her albums wait i forgot who that is um have you played kingdom hearts or know about Ooh, it once in high school uh, she did the opening songs for a few of the Kingdom Hearts games, and I think some songs within the game itself. Oh, okay, okay, okay. In Japanese and in English. Right. So kind of like Boa. I don't know if you know who Boa is. Yeah, Boa is actually an another artist that popped up on the Pandora Shuffle that she I does. saw, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll look at an album, and I got one album from her. She does English, Japanese, and I forgot the third one. I thought she was Korean, though. Yeah, and then Korean. Then it must be that. Because she did do the Inuyasha endings. Uh-huh. Yeah, and those were in Japanese and English. Okay. I only listened to her English stuff. Oh, interesting. Like, one of her popular ones was Every Heart, which was a English and Japanese song. That was played in the ending for Inuyasha. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's good. I like her. I, I Well, the English songs I listened to were sort of like uh, hip-hop-y, I guess. Mm. I don't know if like it was different for the Japanese songs. That one was more like a love song. Oh. It was like calming and not... It's soothing. I'll say it's a soothing song. Uh-huh. So I guess she she's able to do like multiple genres yeah and sing in different languages which is a big plus one to anybody who can do that yeah like utara would basically switch between english and japanese mid-sentence and sometimes even mid-word which was weird but uh <laughs> clearly she was able to do it so why not she wanted to show off her skills yeah i don't know i don't know if she was born in japan or in, in the u.s actually I know that she lived in the U.S. for a while. Mm, so probably in Japan then. Maybe. Um, but also freshman year of college. Uh, what do you... So there was like a... There was a guy from Korea in our uh, dorm. And basically he was super hyper and stuff. And he would like basically show everyone like Korean music. Specifically mm. K-pop. And like show the videos and like hey come on watch 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 look at this and i guess i saw some stuff i was like oh okay that's pretty good so i 
don't know if Girls' Generation was the first K-pop group I listened to. For me, it was Girls' Generation. Okay. Um, but they were, like, one of the big ones I did listen to in college. And that... I, oh. I was never in... Like, I really tried. Because I know in college, K-pop became a really big thing. And I was like, what is all the fuss about K-pop? And I tried getting into it. Like, I saw Girls' Generation and I think one more band or group, not band, group. It was a boy band, too. I did one girl, one boy. I liked one, kind of one of the songs. I mean, BTS the... is the big boy band. No, no, no. It's not black. Okay, because now it's become BTS and Blackpink. But back then, they weren't as big as they were now that they are now. Uh -huh. um, but back then, it was Girls' Generation and one other one other group um i don't remember their name but i do remember the, the like i can literally hear the song in my head right now but it like i kind of like the song would i listen to it every single time i can no but yeah i really couldn't get into k-pop like that and now that bts and blackpink came out and became the biggest thing i'm just like i'm a little discouraged because everybody likes them you know what i mean I guess. I mean, I like Blackpink. They have good songs. I saw a little bit of their music videos and songs. I'm just like, it's not. I mean, I, I guess an annoying thing with them is like they repeat the Blackpink in your area in a lot of songs, which is annoying. Oh, I hate that. Because I think they introduced it in their uh, Boombaya song or something. And then they just like kept <laughs> adding that to random songs like Okay, are you trying to be, like, a rap artist or something by repeating yourself? Well, they do have um, some types, of, like, some rapping in their songs. Wanna yeah, one of, the, one of the girls is, like, the rap person. Which I... Okay, so that's something that has been popping up a lot in a lot of K-pop groups. Where they have, like, one rapper. And they just, like, go off on, like, a random part of the song so i guess that's sort of like their way to expand the pop so it's not so poppy and you can get like a little bit of rapping so you get like a hip-hop vibe from the song in total yeah that's but like that was a thing that the only the only band i would ever be able to forgive the singing and then the rapping and like um switching back and forth uh -huh. was um lincoln park Anything else, I'm just like, oh god. <laughs> uh -huh. I don't know why. I I was I was just like cause cause Lincoln Park, it was always a reoccurring thing in all of their songs. Like it was not just like one section. It was literally back and forth, back and forth. But like there's some music where it's like literally what was it? Justin Bieber's baby, for example. Almost, you're almost done with the song, and then comes a random rapper. I'm just like, who is you? Uh -huh. <laughs> like, I, I I never understood that. But like, um, I know a lot of people like it. That's not a thing for me. But I know that it's becoming more of a thing now, especially in K-pop groups. Right. So I think a little later on, I found a four-minute K-pop group. That basically had that same style, but they were they were less poppy in general. 
than other K-pop groups, so they sort of stood out. Mm-hmm. Um, and Hyuna was one of the artists in that group, and then she split off from them, I think, or she had her own solo career at any point. Um, and she also was like the female co-star in size uh, hit song that I can't remember for some reason, even though it has like two billion views. <laughs> what what's the song by Psy? Psy? Yeah, the the song that was super popular probably when you were senior in high school or something. Uh, I don't remember to be honest. Uh Gangnam style. There you go. Oh wow. That that guy. You What? For some reason Psy I literally is the thought name of, of- I literally thought of a different person when you said Psy. Oh. But yeah, because Hyun- I know his other song too, Gentleman. Uh-huh. That one was Where okay. he's the opposite of a gentleman. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So uh Hyuna was the female co star in that. I guess she was already popular at the time, but that that also like helped her become more popular. So she had her own solo career and she was part of four minute. Uh, so I like all of her stuff, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've definitely... Oh, I haven't really talked too much about Vocaloid other than introducing like what it is. But I've definitely listened to a lot of Hatsune Miku stuff. Hatsune Miku is the popular one, though, out of all the Vocaloids. Yeah. She's basically the face of Vocaloid. Uh, sometimes you see Rin and Len... Um, don't really see Luca that much, and Kaito is basically in the basement. I like Kagapo and Kaito the most. I like the boys the best, um, which I think it's a reoccurring thing for me. Um, and I do like Miku, but I don't like her hippie, oh, f- happy, and jolly parts of her i literally like the most depressing thing she has on her on her album like i can't Uh can't even dream which is one of them or i think she did the potato head in wonderland um which potato head in wonderland is my favorite one out of all her songs um i don't don't know if i know that one oh my gosh if you don't know that one you need to listen to that one it's really good potato Uh head in wonderland is so good um, what's another one? Yeah, but I only like her most depressing uh, song. Rolling Girl? Is that one? No. Oh. It was another one that kind of was similar to Can't Even Dream. Um, I'll tell you in a second. But yeah, um, and I like when um some people also, you know, join up to Vocaloids where they usually wouldn't join up. Like, I know there's a song, um, Bad Apple, that usually is, um, song, song by, um, was it Kyoto? One of the two. Um, and then... Bad Apple has lyrics? Yeah. Because even oh. Hatsune um, sings Bad Apple, I think. Oh, yeah. It's a song. I don't know why I thought it was just, like, instrumental. Why did I think no. that? No. No, Bad Apple was actually sung, um, it's, it has lyrics. Um, but somebody on YouTube, and I don't remember who, but shout outs to them, put Kagapo, Kagapo and Kyoto, um, Kyo, 
Kaito, I can't say stuff today. Kaito as a duo singing that song. And that is the best version of the song that I like the most. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the only one I listen to. I don't listen to the other um, versions of that song. Even the original? Nope, not even the original. 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 Um, My least favorite out of all of them, I guess I would say, like from the main ones, because I know there's more of them um, popping out of nowhere. For me, it would be like um, Rin and the brother, which is Len, I think. Uh huh. Yeah, those are my least favorite. You don't like the twins? I don't like the twins too much. Are I they like twins? Le- I, yeah, they are. Um, I like Len. Okay. Separately, when he sings with Kaito and Kagapo, because he's still so basically you end- just hate Ren. I because mm, even by himself, I don't like his songs. Um. I don't like him with Rin, and I don't like him by himself, but I like him in with the other two. But even then, uh-huh. all in all the cover arts, he is still made to be a female. <laughs> like, how? <laughs> He's a guy. I mean, it's okay, honestly. I like the style. But, like, if anything, you could have just put Rin <laughs> in the trio yeah. if you were still going to make Len a girl. Like, she's there for a reason. But one of my favorite songs of all time from any of the Vocaloids is Kagapu, um, which is the the Madness of Duke Venomania. Uh Or Duke Venomania's Madness. That's my favorite song overall. Okay. But would you pay money to even go see um, Hatsune Miku live? Uh... I don't know. It doesn't really seem like there would be a point if she's virtual and you can just see it virtually. Like, what would yeah. be the point of going in person? Like, you'd be able to see, like, all the... Like, it wouldn't look as good in person, I would think, because they, they don't, you can't control the camera angle of someone's, like, sitting in seat 36 row D. Like, they're going to have a different angle that might not look the best. So, I don't know. I mean, because Miku has had live concerts. We have 3D holograms that can look good from 360 degrees of angles. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, But, I mean, I don't know. I think it's cool, but I don't know if I would um, actually pay money to go see her because she isn't technically real. Like, I still enjoy the music videos that they have of her. As like a 2D drawing and like kind of um, cutscenes of different sections of the story. So I, I prefer that or just the cover art of whatever the album or the art cover for that song is. So I don't think I at least would be able to or would want to um, pay to go see hello? Miku hello, in hello, person. Hello. Hi, you yes, I know and... you cut off. Hello? Can, Can you, hear, you me? hear me? I could hear you. Can you I... hear me? You are cutting out so much, I can't even get hear a word from you. Well, I well, you went off of my screen, so I just uh, kept on talking. What? I don't know what you're saying. Oh, gosh. Mm. I think this is the worst 
the audio has ever been. Can you hear me now? Yes. All right. Tomoya's well, internet just, has has exploded. It did. Um, I just kept on talking because I couldn't see your name um, on my screen anymore. Uh huh. So I thought you cut out. Uh no, my internet has been good all the time. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh okay, so maybe all right. So you asked me if uh I would pay to go see Miku. You said it was all remote. I'm saying if she went back live on a stage. Well, I, d- I didn't say that, though. I... Wait, then I probably was cutting... You were cutting out from my end, then. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Just repeat basically... your answer. Uh, I don't remember it. But basically, uh, I don't really think I would go see her in person because I don't see how uh, seeing her virtually would be any different, like, from, uh, like, a stream or recording or whatever. Like seeing her live uh, in person, you might not get like the best angle, like from whatever three D hologram cameras are producing. I mean, but she moves as if she was a real person, though. Right, but like the best angle, I would think, is from the front, uh, where like all the DVD like recordings show her. Like, right. Sometimes they have some side views, but it's like specific angles that have her looking the best. But then someone in a random seat, like, off to the side or, like, in a corner or, like, underneath might not have the best angle. And there could be, like, some, like, messed up parts that don't really get you, like, uh, immersed in the experience. So I would think that seeing her virtually would be perfectly fine and maybe even better at some point. Yeah, I was saying how... um... Well, in the part that you didn't hear me for, I was saying that I wouldn't pay money to see her just because um, she's one, not real, two, I'm I'm literally fine with just seeing the cover art of the song and listening to the song. Like, even, like, the songs that I hear that she did live are literally all the... um, and I'm adding this to my answer, um, but are all the like hippie and happy songs, right? Uh huh. So that's not even the type of music I even like listening of her. So I wouldn't even go and see her for that. Maybe if she did a whole performance on the songs that I do like of her, um, obviously with the mixture of the hippie and the happy and the hey, yay, life is good, right? Um, songs, um, then maybe I was probably do a once in experience thing but in general like i just wouldn't (laughs) like like her music videos online already like if it wasn't the live ones like they're just um basically a montage of like different pictures or just the cover art which again i'm still completely fine with Uh um because i know she's a vocaloid i know she's a robot she's not real so that's all i'm gonna see from her and um the art from different people is what I like seeing in some of the music videos too. So, well, something that's happened recently is like a, I guess a resurgence and like uh, just sort of like a popularity in a, uh, the program MMD, which I guess is called what is that short for? It's not short for Miku Miku Dance, is it? I have but no idea. Basically, it is. So Miku 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 Dance uh, is basically like a 3D modeling software where 
basically people create like the Vocaloid uh, 3D models that they can manipulate and like make them do like the dance moves of like a music video. So they create the models. Uh, most of the time, other people like do the choreography you have like the camera movement and then you have the arrangement of the songs and like the costumes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So people create like these whole music video things, and like recently the the quality has gone way up compared to like what it was a few years back because like the software is just starting out and people didn't really know how to like make the models look good and like they've increased like the polygon count and all that. So basically, all the vocal lights look super super good and the movement is smooth and you don't have like clipping like the hair going through the body or the clothing or whatever and like it actually flows so like it's not like an eyesore to look at Mm -hmm. and you have the songs of like the vocaloids and like they're moving their mouths the music and like smiling and like blinking and all that so like the quality is up and it just like looks like a normal music video yeah so I think that's like a good way to keep Vocaloids like in the popular scene and the, just to make it like look more realistic and like people are going to have higher expectations and like work harder and like maybe eventually we'll be able to have like concerts like that where uh, I guess it's not it doesn't have to be the official uh, I don't even know what the company that handles Vocaloids but it doesn't have to be like the, from the official company like people can expand and do their own thing and it's not going to be limited to like just the peppy stuff so like people can have like their own sad songs and like sad concerts emo concerts you know the stuff (laughs) you like and then i don't know it can expand from there i mean okay so there's another thing that kind of just popped into my head while you were saying that um there is a youtube channel called razzy um they're really good. Razzy um, takes a lot of the Vocaloids um, songs and translate them to English and then has um, him and a couple of, of, or is it a girl? I don't know, but I'm going to say him um, as a generic um, pronoun. You can um, say they. They, okay, they. They, right? Because I don't know my pronouns. I've been using pronouns for the longest time because I'm a teacher and it's not clicking to me right now. But um, they, uh-huh. <laughs> they have like a bunch of friends, other YouTubers that join and um, come together and sing the different parts. Um, so you have somebody who does Miku, someone who does Rin, someone who does um, Kagapo, someone who does uh, Kyoto, no. Kaito, Kaito, Kaito. Every, t- every time you say his name, every time it's, it's different. literally, yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Kaito, um, what's her name? Luca, um, uh-huh. and the other Vocaloids, and they're pretty good. Like, for example, the song um, Duke um, Venomania's Madness. I can't tell which one I like better, Razzie's version, which is literally they're still using the robotic, um tone uh-huh but in the english in english lyrics or the original japanese version like that's how good they are so right. i'm stuck in some stuck on both like i really like both um so if you if you want to check that out if you're a vocaloid fan i would say check up razzy they 
they just came back. They did take a break a while, um, but they just came back um, onto YouTube to make more of the Vocaloid um, English lyric music videos. Uh-huh. And it's funny because they still use the original music videos that they come out with, um, the Vocaloids, whatever company makes those music videos. Right. Um but they don't get like copyright strikes for using those videos from the official company. I mean, Vocaloids don't really have that. Like, unless it's like, um, what's it called? The song "My World." World from is Miku. mine. Well, the world is mine, right? Miku, Miku songs are the ones that you will get copyright claims. Krypton Future Media. Oh, I guess. Um, but I noticed that it's Miku songs that you will literally get copyright claims for. Uh-huh. Um, especially that song. All the other vocaloids are like, um, they're not that popular, so they're trash. You can use them, whatever. I don't give a f-. like. It's like what they're good too. What is wrong with you? Uh-huh. But no, but yeah, but but also changing the audio, um, because the official audio is in Japanese and they're doing English. I mean, I don't know. You know that um, for anime as well as the um, what do you call it? Back in the day, we had a bunch of um the um fan dubs uh-huh that didn't get copyright claimed either for popular shows um some of them did not all of them though it, i guess it just depends which um loopholes you can kind of like go through yeah uh i mean it's mostly if you get popular then they copyright strike you even if you're barely using the original media like yeah, with uh, I mean... team four star they did so much audio and visual editing that they were barely using like the original stuff at one point but they still got copyright strikes every day love them i wish they would have continued on with the naruto abridged series Uh uh-huh they They, stopped at episode like eight right they also stopped dragon ball entirely but that's dragon ball like you you can't touch dragon ball without getting a copyright claim right because even though Dragon Ball is not for everyone, it's the most popular. Yeah, I think they ended at the Cell Saga or whatever. Yeah, and that's way early. But they ended Naruto pretty freaking early, too, because Naruto then became big. Um, right. They're literally at the bridge with um, Zabuza, basically. That uh-huh. is freaking early. They did almost the whole Yu-Gi-Oh, though. Which I am in love with. Cause that is so funny. They didn't do Yu-Gi-Oh. That was Little Karibo. Oh, Little Karibo. Yes, I am sorry. Yes, four, four, um, Team Four Star did Naruto and Dragon Ball, and Little Karibo did um, Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, that was Excuse that was good me. times. Good times. Good times. Good times. <laughs> but yeah, they're more popular because, like, literally, it's Miku. Miku's the most popular. So you touch her, copyright. No matter what you do. I mean, I yeah, mean, she, she's the face of Vocaloid. Just like Pikachu is, is the face of Pokemon. <laughs> I mean, but they did kind of make Pikachu the face from the very start. Um, I mean, once the show started, like, original games, Pikachu was barely a thing. True. Like, uh, I think Pikachu was like a, what was it, 10 or 5% chance in Viridian Forest that you'd find it. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Definitely. Um, it seems like on Razzie's channel they do have Miku if she's with somebody else. Uh huh. 
um, if she's by herself, I think that's what they've been avoiding to do is have her by herself. But if me, I think the loophole is if Miku is singing with somebody else, cause she is in the song that I was just talking about. Um, the Duke's madness one, uh-huh. she is in that one, but, Doesn't um, she only play a small part in that. She literally is. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. She right. has to be with somebody. Like, even in the song um, Alice Sacrifice, she's in that one, and she has, like, half of the lyrics, I think, with Kaito. There uh-huh. I go. I said it. I said it. I said it. Good. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so, but as long as she's with somebody who's not as popular, um, I think she's fine. You can use her stuff. Right. But do not, it's a disclaimer, don't even take our things as, um, law and 110% accurate information. It's just what I'm noticing. Please do not refer to this video as okay, now I can use Miku stuff as long as she's with another vocal. Like, yes, let me go do that. No, don't do it. Uh-huh. But yeah. I think that's probably enough about music. Oh my gosh, but it was good. I ranted a little. Yeah. I <laughs> and I think that was a point where your story just continued on and I couldn't say anything because yeah, I didn't sorry. want to stop it. Sorry. Yeah, but I guess it was an important experience for you. So like music does that to people. It's like music is a big part of many people's lives. So that's why music is such a popular thing. And like basically everyone makes music, even if they aren't an artist, like tapping on desks or whatever. Oh yeah, especially when you're uh, bored. Yeah, and a lot of people just play drums on random stuff yeah oh gosh but honestly i don't have musical talent i played trumpet for a bit in middle school and then guitar and it i did not i'm not a homework person so that means i'm not a practice person so i don't i never got better (laughs) i mean i was never an instrumental person but i did growing up liking to sing a lot um Uh But I will never in a million years become a singer. Because one, that's a lot of stress. And two, I don't have the talent enough for that. So, I'm just going to stay here in my four walls of my room. Making YouTube videos and teaching. <laughs> uh-huh. But didn't you... I don't know. Were you thinking about like voice acting or anything? See, I had offers to do voice acting because I can voice act. I've never done schooling for it. I think that's just like one of the talents I have um, that I don't really like. I don't really talk about. Uh huh. I could do voice acting. What if I got another offer and actual like contract and everything? Yeah, maybe I would do it. I would think you'd need to like present a portfolio or something like have some sort of examples before people are going to approach you. I mean, yeah. But the two offers I got um, literally just heard my voice. Uh-huh. And they were, like, in their head, they were like, you can play a certain character. Right. And it's like, cool. <laughs> um, I, but I guess it's also good to show your range, which is why having a portfolio is good. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, but again, it's not a thing that I thought I could do, so that's why I've never really um, tried doing it. And also, you can be a good voice actor with good direction uh-huh. um because direction is actually very important it's what i learned but yeah music is 
part of life because honestly i don't ever think there's anyone maybe there might be one person in this world doesn't listen to music but music is always there right it's always going to be there it's always going to be influencing everybody's lives and it's always going to stick around for the rest of our existence because if not a lot of people won't make money basically (laughs) oh gosh Alright guys, thank you guys so much for listening to us on this week's episode of music! Yay, music. Now, if you want to follow on all of our um, available podcasts, can I call it streams? Uh, (laughs) Apps? Available sources? Platforms. (laughs) Platforms? Um, You can find all of those links and stuff in the description below on our YouTube channel, which is Otaku Tea Podcast. Um, yeah. Anything else would you like to say before we head out? Um, I mean, I would be interested to know, like, other people's experiences with music and, like, the paths they went to and, like, what were, like, defining moments in their... Uh, lives and how it was tied to music i think that's something that people should share because it i believe music is important for people for many people and i guess it gives perspective that people don't always uh focus on so leave a comment uh on the youtube uh video at least and let us know what you've experienced and what music you listen to Yes, at least, because it's the only platform we have that you can actually um, leave comments. But for everywhere else, please leave a rating if you actually like listening to us ramble about whatever we end up talking about in the day of the podcast. Yeah, I think we were able to focus mostly on music today, though. Yeah, pat on the back, pat on the back. Congratulations, Otaku T. We stayed on topic. Yay, Yay. on topic. <laughs> on topic (laughs) all right guys we will see you next week with another episode of otaku tea bye me bye